When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There once was a man named Gold Roger, who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come yeah, yo, yeah, yo, everyone. Welcome back to the Yonko Table. We're back again. It's been some time, but as usual, we got Marvel Mania, Marvel Madness, smacking down hard with two episodes this Wednesday, Hawkeye. We're here to talk about it. Me and my fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop. Grandmaster Hoop, it's the eve before Thanksgiving on this recording. I, I I hear you're packing up. You're you're getting ready. You're getting ready to leave. Uh yeah, man. About to head back to the old stomping ground of the great eight one three, baby. Bay, Florida, Hillsborough County. Uh little area known as Greater Brandon, man. Uh so yes, uh, I'm about to head out probably after this here podcast. So one last time for the holiday session. So here we are. Hawkeye. Here we are. Who would have thought? Talk about it. Who would have thought we'd ever thought? be here? You know? Oh, well, what, like a Hawkeye show? Yeah, because what? Um, Hawkeye debuted and first was seen in Thor in 2011. Right. Wasn't given much more than, you know, little supporting roles in the subsequent films. Although he's a, you know, he's a founding member of the Avengers. He is. Ain't nobody ever thought we have a Hawkeye show though. But here we are. Honestly, yeah. I because you know back back when MCU was I mean MCU still kicking, but you know back when it was just movies of MCU, uh, you know MCU phase one, two, and three. Um, no one expected a show uh, of, of 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 anything, right? Right. Uh, so, but prior to Disney Plus. The question was, oh, can Hawkeye hold his own in his own movie? Can Black Widow? Well, I guess Black Widow kind of did later. But well, they kind of flipped the coin. They said. They took a risk. Yeah. yeah. They're like, all right, you, Natasha, you get a movie. <laughs> and uh, Clint, you, you get you get um, uh, a TV show. But honestly, uh, I mean, I would not see us here. Yeah. With a Hawkeye TV show. Nope. Um, uh, but. What were your impressions going in on it? Because I know, because we we're, we're we're in the post uh, Black Widow era, right? So we're because you know Black Widow kind of dealt with, um, I guess, a superhero that's more down to earth, you know, hand to hand combat, gadgetry, all that stuff. Black Widow was hit or miss. So having seen that already, what were you going into? Uh, Hawkeye to look for because he his, his his kit is aside from the bow and arrow is pretty much similar to Black Widow hand to hand combat right ag- uh, uh, you know agility stuff like that so what did, what were you looking for from this 
um i guess you know with a lot of phase four uh it's been a lot of passing of the torch so coming into hawkeye i mean everybody knew kate bishop would be in the show that she'd be you know co-starring so uh, I wanted to see how they handled that that transition. We haven't seen too much transitions of power, but we have seen, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier was a, in my opinion, a, a great take on the transition of the shield to Sam. So coming into this, uh, yeah, just wanted to see how they balance that because Hawkeye is not as big as a character as Steve Rogers was. There's a lot more weight in the passing of that shield versus now we have the passing of the bow you know right and uh we also get this mentorship relationship that is sure to develop in the series but how would that play out because yeah to this day i know some people they don't give two shits about hawkeye <laughs> you know so it's fair you know to each their own you know he's not he's not gonna be the one one v one in thanos or used to be <laughs> right exactly i get it so, and then I guess my only other thing coming in, as you said, you know, Black Widow and Hawkeye were the more grounded characters uh, as far as the grand scheme of things. Uh, yeah, I guess this was this would be more kind of that, that street level Avengers business that, you know, we don't often get to see because, you know, everyone else is dealing with like either a worldwide or, uh, you know, universe threat. So right. it's right. like, what how are the how are you gonna make this intriguing enough on the ground level because even black widow wasn't that much ground level because they took it to the whole you know we got the whole uh, the widows all over the world and they're all right controlled and whatnot but it looks like this thing is about to be in new york and not move from new york and deal with whatever whatever's going on in new york <laughs> so right uh, how do you how do you keep us invested so those are my big expectations coming in right. to this series. No, I, I would say I had pretty much similar uh, expectations going in. Um, I I think the way Disney handled it, because we got the first two episodes uh, this week, rather than, you know, one episode every week, and then we go up to like seven, eight, nine, however many episodes there are. Um, but I feel like this episode, I feel like this series in particular needed the two episode drop at the same time because i could tell you right now episode one for for me at least was garbage like I, I i i because okay you go into a show called hawkeye and you kind of have these preconceived notions because we knew kate bishop was going to be in this right we saw her right. in the trailers we saw her you know as the the passing of the torch as you said she's the next in line um but Man, uh, episode one really focused in. It, it opened with Kate Bishop. It did. It went back to 2012. Uh, 2012. Uh, on for the Avengers one. Is that called A Day in the MCU at all? No. <laughs> like the video game. Like the video game. Yeah, no. I knew the video game called it that. I'm like, oh man, does uh, do they call uh, 2012 A Day? But no, I guess not, right? No, no, it's the Battle of New York. That's what they call it. The Battle, Battle of, New, of York. New York. Okay, okay. Right. Um. Uh, I, I, I did like how they went back and kind of addressed like the the ground zero aspect of the the 2012 incident because 
from what I remember, we never really got a ground level or ground zero type of storyline from the from the 2012 incident. I know we got it from other like like you know um, Sokovia, the 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 Civil War stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 2012, I don't think we ever got. And it's one of those things that you know, I'm sure the fan. I mean, we we joke about it all the time, but like the fandom, they always show the scene from like 2012 in New York and Iron Man Hulk destroying half the city and you have the Spongebob meme where like uh, oh look we did it Patrick we, we saved the city <laughs> and uh, but like it's it's cool to see that I don't know if I'm not remembering like a particular there's, story that there's they did. one there's only there's only one I can think of and that was okay. in Spider-Man Homecoming that was Vulture's uh, gig, they were supposed to go clean oh, up the yeah. Chitari leftovers, and then. But it was the aftermath, though. It wasn't really like. Oh yeah, right? no, it wasn't. Right. Yeah, we never had like a first-person perspective of anybody on right. the street. So that opening was actually really cool, because when they said 2012 and then in New York, we were sitting there watching it, and I was like, oh, 2012, New York, and then the dad said something like, you know, something falling from the sky. You know? Yeah. I was like, oh my God, they're about to get hit by like <laughs> freaking Leviathan thing. Yeah, the little snake. Coming. They they keep coming back. They those things keep coming back no matter what. Right. So when that thing I was like, oh, there it is. There it is. You already know they're gonna they're gonna get hit by that. <laughs> right, For sure. exactly, exactly. Um I, I admit I like the scene, right? Um what I thought was kind of, uh, I was like, Ugh, could you have done this a little better? Uh, the scene where she gets saved by Hawkeye. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm, because I guess it it's not particularly that scene specifically. It's just what that scene meant later on for her character. Because then, you know, we get the scene where they're at the funeral because the dad didn't make it out from the, the collapsing of the building. And the mom is like, you know, I'm going to take care of you. And, oh, yes, yes, right. We, you ain't seen body. a body. We ain't seen a body. So you already know what that means in the realm of fiction. Um, but, yeah, the mom, she's like, uh, you know, I, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to I'm gonna do whatever you need. And then she's like, I need a bow and arrow. And I'm like, ew, <laughs> ew. <laughs> Why'd you? Like, I don't know, man. I, I, what was she going to say if, like, Iron Man or Hulk was the one that saved her? You know what I mean? I need to go to MIT and be <laughs> electrical engineer. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm like, yo, come on, man. Like, I, I mean... Again, this is me kind of doing the writer's job for them, but I think the vibe I got was even though the Avengers, like kind of like what you said earlier, they're all like kind of higher up cosmic entities like, you know, uh, Thor, Hulk, all these people that have like power powers. But Hawkeye and I guess used to be Black Widow, they were kind of like the grounded people that show that even though if you don't have powers, you can train yourself up to be a superhero. Anyone could, yes. They're like... Anyone, anyone right. Anyone could be an Avenger, right. Anyone can be an Avenger. And that's kind of the story of uh, the Avengers video game, but I'm not here to talk about that garbage. That's over. Uh, but, um, yeah, no, that's me doing the writer's job for them. Like, that's what I'm assuming what they were going for, but I didn't get that vibe in that scene. I don't know. What did you think about that? Her, her, Kate Bishop's motivation. Um, you know, uh, it was like it, I, you knew she was about to be saved by Hawkeye, but I, right. honestly, uh, 
I thought they were gonna take more of like a comedic effect where she's just so awestruck. Like you don't even need to know what happens next, like how she gets out of that building. Just she is just so in awe that like you know she's like about to be a fangirl and then you know, show various flashbacks of her training with the bow, her getting right. these gold medals and whatnot, uh martial arts and everything. But uh yeah, she was just like, Oh yeah, I need a bow and arrow and then it kinda just I think it just what it just jumps to her and the school and she's on the archery team. Yeah, it just Yeah, it kinda and, just glossed over like her fandom for Hawkeye. You don't really get to see like right. the the transition and or the comeuppance of her fandom for Hawkeye. All we right. got is that once she was saved, which I get, if you're saved by him. Right. You know, it's like that my hero moment when uh Oh my god. Said, that's my hero. Like <laughs> <laughs> crying. Uh, that, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it's enough for now. Uh, I would like to see in the future episodes, because I guess these first two episodes didn't really do it. It's a very she has a very subtle fandom. So she's 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 very subdued about it. Like she's right. very cool and she's very collected. You know, I want to see her geek out. I mean, come on, this is your hero. He saved you. You know? Yeah. And she's, she's and, very calm, and I feel right. I feel they want to go for this fangirl who just so happens to not all be talk, right? She can actually, walk the walk too, so. right? Exactly, and I mean, I, I kind of got those vibes a little bit whenever you know she met Hawkeye for the first time, right? And you know she was kind of you know uh, dumbstruck. She she was stuttering over her words. She asked for his autograph. I I kind of got that fangirl. Uh, stuff from her in those scenes but I guess kind of like what you were saying everything before that um, you know like I understand that was her motivation but I don't I, I didn't see the fangirlism until she was in his presence right and that's yeah. where I'm like oh okay yeah you're you're a big Hawkeye fan it, it makes sense which I mean that that kind of goes into what I think the show is really gonna like try to hang uh, hang itself on is um, the chemistry between Clint and Kate. Right. Um, because I could tell you right now, I did not like Kate in episode one. Like I, I, I wasn't a fan. Not like not not even like the little Kate, you know, the the, the, the older yeah, Kate. The older Kate. Twenty two year old Kate. Right, right. Um I just wasn't a fan, man. It just I don't know, like the scene where she's like hitting the, the tower bell or the clock bell and yeah. then it's like, oh it, it's for a bet or something like i don't know it just it just she was she was just getting me on my nerves and then you know she comes back home starts giving her mom lip about oh mom i, I, I had to take a bit mom. I, I don't know maybe maybe i'm, I'm looking too much into it yeah. i did not like kate bishop episode one I, I, I don't think you're looking too much she like the mom said she's like uh either she's like you either grow up not rich or grow up uh Oh, something, something about invincible. It was invincible, something... or and yeah. she's like, "You grew up rich, so." Or she said, "Rich people think they're invincible, or whatever." And the point is, she was kind of spoiled. She acts right, sort of spoiled, like you know, like the mom has to pay for this bell clock tower, and she's like, "It was a bell tower, mom." And the mom's like, "Yeah, it's a clock tower too." So yeah, she does come off come off a little bratty. I don't. I won't say I don't <sighs> like her because I do like. I always liked Haley Steinfeld as an actress. I um, liked her in Bumblebee. I liked her in True Grit. Have you ever seen True Grit? Bumblebee was better, but yes. 
debatable. That's fine. <laughs> uh, she's Spider Gwen in the Spider Verse film. So voice acting. Oh, I didn't know that. She is. So this is her second round with Marvel in uh, okay the Pitch Perfect series. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I- I'm gonna I'm gonna let her come more into the role and the character. Uh, I think I, I don't want to pass judgment on her just yet, but I can see she's a bit bratty. <laughs> um, and then I I don't like how Marvel. I, maybe it's a Marvel thing, but they make all these characters just. You know, they've never been in the face of danger, and yet, you know, she's ready to put on... They're ready to go. She's ready to put on this Ronin suit and go kick ass against these guys with automatic weapons and masks, and it's like... Yeah, I didn't... I didn't... Like, I I get it that she's, like, you know, a champion in, like, fencing and archery and stuff, but you're kicking ass for these, like, the the tracksuit mafia, you know? <laughs> I, I like that. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. Um, Those guys were funny. Uh, I don't know. They were funny. <laughs> come on, bro. What's uh, wrong, bro? bro? <laughs> Ethan, come on, man. <laughs> What's up? Get Bishop. What's up, Get Bishop? <laughs> they, they act like clowns. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like... Oh, wait, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, they act like clowns, but they're out here, like, busting up a black market auction and setting apartments on fire so it's like all these clowns right. back up their shit so yeah I mean they, they got a name for themselves uh, enough for Clint to realize like oh you know by the way uh, they, they, they're they like one of my main enemies as the Ronin right, uh, right, right. back in my days um, but uh, I mean we keep mentioning Clint I could tell you right now I love the scenes with uh what's his first name i know his last name is reiner right reiner renner Renner. jeremy 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 renner jeremy um i love his scenes i i I like his scenes um the scenes where you know he's oh my god when he watched that play the steve rogers mark my words this is going to create enough of a fan base to where we're going to get a broadway musical Absolutely. I really hope not because that Broadway musical looked so trash. <laughs> All those costumes look trash. It's a template. It's a template. They're not going to go beat for beat. They're going to build off of it. And dare I say, they might even top Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. That is considered we'll the see. dangerous musical that has ever hit Broadway of all time. <laughs> but yeah, we'll see. But yes. He is the Dutragonist of the series. We haven't talked about him at all yet. Uh, I like his scenes too. Um, you know, he's watching the play and he sees the Black Widow character and he's obviously still feeling remorse and probably guilt over her death, which we know is going to come into play given the ending of Black Widow. Uh, you know, Yelena's probably coming for blood. So it's, it's right. cool. It's cool to see that he's still, you know, like dealing with that remorse and whatnot. And the other thing uh, I feel a lot of people didn't notice was, you know, like people give him all this praise, but he's still feeling guilt too over the whole um, Ronin stint that he did. Right. You know? Well, because what do you do that for like five years? For five years, right? Post Infinity War, you know, he right. lost everything and he felt like, you know, I I got nothing left to lose. So. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go full uh, Batman v Superman uh, in this place. You know, 
Batman killed and Batman be Superman. Right. That's what I, yeah. 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 And, and, um, and he, he's up here on this show and then like, Hawkeye's always got his mark. He always gets the bullseye. <laughs> and, you know, people hold him to such a high regard being an Avenger and have no idea he was out here, you know. Killing. I, 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 technically, they, we consider mass murders the places he left. You know? Right. Right. So... I get it. This man is trouble. He's got all this pent up guilt and remorse, and uh, he's a hypocrite. He knows he's a hypocrite, and he doesn't want people to hold him to these standards of, you know, he's a hero. He's he always does what's right. Captain America ain't go catch bodies like that, you know. <laughs> In those five years, he was holding AA meetings. You know, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> He That's said, right. He said, "Fuck this! <laughs> Kill the Yakuza over here," you know. And he did his job. I mean, he he, he did work as as the. I didn't even know that was his name. Uh, like back then, did they was, mention that in Endgame? It or was. No? I don't think. I don't know if they ever mentioned Ronan by name. I know. I know. Uh, one of the Yakuza members mentioned him. I think as the Ronan, but more. Okay. He, he didn't say that was his name. He called him a Ronin, like a samurai. Oh, okay. You know. Right. Um, but fans knew that costume was the Ronin costume. So it's, it's one of those things where, like, just uh, what the fan knowledge, they take what we we should already know as fans and right. make it canon. So I don't think in the film it was ever called the Ronin, or he was called the Ronin. But then they're they were just like, oh. We, the Ronin has been spotted in New York, and we haven't seen the Ronin in two years. And <laughs> the Ronin has was known to be causing mass casualties uh, every time every time he appeared. So we're supposed to just be on board and have known that's called the Ronin. Right, right. Um, I mean, uh, I, I I do want to mention one scene I found absolutely hilarious, and of course, it's 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 at the same time um, that they're doing the the Steve Rogers musical when he goes into the bathroom and he sees the graffiti on the wall and the ah. urinal is <laughs> once said Thanos was right. Thanos was right. Thanos was right. <laughs> Who wrote? <laughs> That's got to make a guy feel bad too. Yes. I mean, you could say there are layers to that because if Thanos was right, that means the path that Clint chose in uh, as a result of Thanos's decision he could view that as himself like that's his true self if Thanos was right that means that the, the path I laid out for myself as the Ronin that's the path I should have stayed on right because you peel the layers right and yes yes I see what you're saying and then on the flip side of that it's like well damn I went through all this I lost my best friend to undo the thought that Thanos was right you know Right, so right. It's a double-sided coin right there. He's got a lot of turmoil going on up here. No, he does. He does. Um, you know, a part. I, I had to rewatch the scene after. Uh, you know, go back like uh, uh, a second time. I thought he was getting salty that Ant Man was <laughs> mentioned <laughs> because I think I even uh, I, I texted someone. Um, I was like. Uh, Oh my God! They did Clint dirty because they went down the whole roster. They're they like, did, they did. Uh, uh, they're like tone. Oh my God! I don't even know the lyrics. Oh, but, you was, know. it was just like, it was like, yeah. Uh, 
Tony flies up and Thor uses his hammer and Cap uses his shield. Like Widow's on the ground and Ant-Man. The fact that Ant-Man came first in the lyrics. Yes. The thing is, the thing is when they mentioned Ant-Man, that was when Clint like zoning out, right? And I thought he was getting pissed because because it's like oh my god am i am i a nobody to these people and i'm like there's no way like you know you're the same as black widow why why would society deem you the lesser you know avenger but then they said in in the lyrics like black widow was hot so i'm like oh okay so that even though black widow is is a ground level avenger she's really attractive so they're gonna remember her in the musical but but clint Clint's average, you know, who cares about Clint? Here's Ant-Man. <laughs> and maybe the whole story about Ant-Man being the reason that, you know, they succeeded, came about, and so he gets more shine than Hawkeye. So Which which is crazy because how does Ant-Man have a name a public name for himself like that in in the MCU? So I I feel a lot of this because again when you watch like a film like Shang-Chi or like uh, Eternals, they know what happened. They all rep- they all mention, you know, Thanos came and did this, wiped out half the population. Everybody is aware of what happened. So right. that means the Avengers must have gone to the public and in very detail, in a detailed account, they told their story and everything that happened to where it is now public knowledge, you know? Right. Oh, Ant Man! Ant Man shrunk, unshrunk himself from the quantum realm, and we've met Ant Man. Yeah, you know they probably went on record, right? Well, because you know everyone was like, "What the fuck happened?" So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's how I imagine Ant Man got in the public eye. And also, you know, right. there was like YouTube clips of like, say, you know, like the, the oh, like German- Spider Man, right? The German. You imagine other characters, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, Ant Man could have just been. I mean, it's not. Because Hank Pym made that name, but the fans, the the, the people in the, sh- the people, universe, right, right, right. Like, that's that's Ant Man. No, I, that's right. That's and right. I love that Hawkeye. He was like, you know, Ant Man wasn't even there. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's that right. Was, <laughs> that, that was, oh, he's being petty now. <laughs> he's being petty, and that that that's the Clint that I like. Me too. Clint, Clint's I, I like fantastic. Clint. I like that Clint. Um. But yeah, that's, uh, I mean, aside from that, episode one closes us off uh, with that auction house uh, scene. I wasn't a fan of it either. Well, we got, they're they're starting to build a mystery now. Right. I guess the mystery aspect um, is what I was into in that scene. But it kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier, where you're throwing Kate Bishop, uh, someone who's never had combat experience, like legit combat experience. And she's in the Ronin suit. And she's fighting these guys in the auction house. She should. Uh, with, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care how many gold medals you have. Like no, it, it doesn't translate into <laughs> into what you're doing. Yeah, it, it's. It, I, I. I mean, I never been in a fight with mobsters, but you know, it's like a competition fight is not the same as a life or death fight. You know? It is not. Like, tell me, how does fencing 
or uh, martial arts translate into stepping on a bottle with enough agility and precision to ricochet off the ground and hit someone in the head. No, that's experience. <laughs> that's like in real, real life combat experience. Can I see Clint do that? Yes. Can yes. I see Natasha do that? Yes. Hey, yes. Bishop, not right now? No, I, I, I can't. I can't. Not right now. Unless she took a bottle handling class too. <laughs> Absolutely not. Teach you, you know, Absolutely. the physics of a wine bottle. Yeah, I don't really believe it, but right. Yeah, you know, they're building up a mystery behind her stepdad, uh Duquesne, Jack Duquesne. Duquesne. And uh now we have the mystery of who killed old man Armand the third. The third, that's right. Right. And so yeah, we meet them. We meet the tracksuit mafia. Some of their, some of their, I guess their lieutenants. And yeah, like you said, the fight scenes again, not that believable on the Kate Bishop part. But uh, right, you know, guess who finally catches up to her? Our man Clint. Our boy and, Clint. Because you know he can't have this Ronin suit out and about running around. Which so. is crazy because it's like. What, how did he how did he even get there to the point where it's being auctioned off you, you know what I mean like it, well they said from remnants from the Avengers compound so you mean to tell me what when the Avengers compound got blown up which man, one the the uh, one in Endgame the one in oh okay right 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 okay in Endgame but you mean right. to tell me they didn't like go trying to find their belongings or clean up the wreck they were all there they were all they there were, and yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, so y'all just called some people to come clean up. They said, find, find whatever you get. You, you find some gamma radiation blood, take first it. First come, first serve. You, you find some pin particles, they're yours. <laughs> uh, like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. No, ew. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I believe all that. That just sounds... Just so negligent, Avengers. It's not. It's not believable. Right? It's not believable. I don't believe that they. Uh, yeah, just no. There's no way they would, unless I mean, you know, everyone has like the important stuff, like what you're saying, like the pin particles, the the blood, the gamma radiate. Like they all, the that the higher ups took care of all of that stuff, but the um, you know the Ronin suit you know no one's really looking at the Ronin suit so it might right. it might get swept under the rug on under inventory and and no one really cares maybe maybe that's how it got through you know no one's sneaking out an Iron Man suit <laughs> onto the black market no like, definitely not no there's just no there's no way so um but starting with episode two and this is what I was saying earlier how um Clint and Kate are much better when they're together. Um, their chemistry is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, from, from what I could see, um, I'm starting to like Kate more when, when she's with Clint. But then that begs the question, you know, is it is it because it's Clint that I'm liking her scenes? You know what I mean? Like, is it the actual chemistry between the two characters or is it just I like Clint and therefore he's carrying the scene? Uh, without much input from Kate. I, I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, clearly, Jeremy Renner's the veteran actor and the veteran right. for the MCU. So he's, you know, he's very in touch with this character. So very easy for him to play. Uh, when she's alone, you know, Kate's got to carry it and be able to show all these different things. 
because she's the new character. We got to figure out why she's so gung-ho about trying to figure out what's wrong with her stepdad or, right. or soon-to-be stepdad. We got to figure out why she's so against, you know, working for her mom and security, you know. Uh, you said you want to protect your mom. Why not go into security? So Right. Seems like the obvious choice. Exactly. Exactly. So she got, she got a lot more to carry when she's by herself. But when she's with Clint, you know, she can be that fangirl. She could be that, ooh, what about trick arrows? And he's like, we don't have trick arrows. And I <laughs> think he's going to pull out trick arrows later on. He is, but, for uh, sure. For sure. You know, it, it, it also the dynamic is he's so quick to shut her down because, you know, I think he's definitely on that point where he, he probably doesn't want to take on a mentor because essentially that's what happened with him and Natasha. You know, right? He transitioned Natasha out of being a widow, and brought her to shield, brought her into shield, and you know, they became best friends. So I, I can see why he would be want to be distant from Kate. Also, he's just trying to get out the game too. He's over it. He lost right. his family for five years. I can understand that the man just wants to spend Christmas. That's all he wants, <laughs> right? Like I feel for him. I get it, dude. None of the other Avengers lost everybody right know. maybe have one or two people left but clint lost. the the randomness was not in clint's favor with that snap he lost everyone right they said they said one in every five families someone's gonna lose everybody in their family <laughs> uh or one in every six families so they said you avengers five of y'all are good clint say goodbye to Bye, every man. single member of your family <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my god. Um but uh but yeah, tracksuit mafia hilarious. Um which I mean th they seem a lot like clowns. I'm wondering how as the Ronin, how did Clint even like make them as enemies? You you know what I mean? Like how do they get on his radar? Right. They do seem like clowns. Yeah, they, they like slip on banana. Like they literally wear tracksuits. Track and like, I feel like they're the type of goons that like slip on banana peels on the way to work. You know, like I just. They, they seem like also like the stormtroopers who can't ever land a shot because <laughs> I don't think any of them ever landed a shot. They, yeah, they they're just, yeah, they're yeah. buffoons. They're buffoons running around. Yeah, I don't, I don't really get the. Uh, what is the it factor for them? What makes them so dangerous? Why, why is this right. mafia so bad? So, yeah. Which, I mean, I guess we'll get it in next week's episode because it kind of looked like that shady... Uh, I, I mean, I, do, do you know that actress? I don't know if she's like a that's, new person. Do, or, hey, that, that's her. That's who? Echo. Oh, that's Echo. That's Echo. Oh, my God. Oh, so that's why they were talking to her in sign language. Right. That right? Is okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. That Interesting. is her. That is her. So she's making her big debut ahead of her series. She's making her big debut. Yep. Maybe a Daredevil reference at some point. Who knows? But she that looks pretty formidable in that closing shot of episode two. Um, she does. She does. I, I mean, I'm telling you, I, episode two made me interested in the series. If it ended on episode one, I would have a much negative outlook on Hawkeye I, I, as a series. Like, you know, as a first impression going in, uh, because not every Marvel show got uh, two episodes. 
all you know on the first week. I think the only one was um WandaVision. Uh, WandaVision. And yeah. for WandaVision, I kind of understood it because you know yeah, the you needed, mystery. Yeah. You need to knock out those those two episodes because it was like I mean any candid fan would not be continuing WandaVision probably after those first two episodes. Right. You know? Right. Especially like you know week after week, week after like for week. two weeks. Yes. Yeah. Right. So I I think it's the same vibe with this one, you know? They I feel like they didn't really they, they saw episode 1 and they're like, "Oh boy, we got to get some more Clint in there." And then they they drop episode 2 the same day and what do you know? More Clint. And that, all the Clint scenes were really good. Like like when he went to the the LARP. Uh, uh, the LARP for- that's the, oh my god, that was easily my favorite scene in both episodes. The the what is it? Live action role playing. Live action role playing, right. It was it was fun because, you know, thematically, you know, I guess this is the whole or ordeal with Hawkeye as a character is that yeah, he is the weakest Avenger, you know. Quotation uh, marks. He is the one that nobody knows. Uh and she said, It's your branding, man. Look at you. You're like, you're not happy, like, you know, Steve, and you know, you're not an ass like Tony. People gravitate towards that stuff. <laughs> you're just kind of there with this mean look on your face. You know, like you don't want to be here. So, you know, and he goes to the LARP and you know, the guy's like, You're a real life superhero. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta make it look good, cause you know this is so cool for me. And he goes, right. and you know he plays along and does that little death with him, and he's like, right. My my name's Grills, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> he's like, no, call I, me Clint. I, he said, call me Clint. He said, call me Clint, and I I really like that scene. Um, it was like I I wasn't expecting it. I thought I thought the guy I thought Grills was going to be. A bit of an ass in returning the uh, the suit back to him, like you know, because this is usually what you see in fiction. Because the guy wants to go get his uh, his gear back, and it's an avid fan, and he's right. like, "Oh no, you know, give me a give me a signed bow and arrow, and I'll give it back to you." And then Clint has to whoop his ass or something. But no, it was it was a very heartwarming um, uh, scene, you know, like the guy just wanted to have fun because he sees Hawkeye as a superhero and he's like dude do you guys do you realize like this is a once in a lifetime opportunity can I can you let me beat you and and, 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 and let's have fun with it and then you know Clint is like alright alright go, go ahead just you know uh, like chop my head off it's like no man come on let's have fun you gotta make it like, look real you gotta make it look good make yeah. it yeah and, and then he had the conversation with him afterwards saying dude you had fun too right like, like yes like you on. have to admit you had fun right Right. I, oh man, I really, I, I, I really enjoyed um, those those scenes. I, I like the comedy of the the LARP festival in general with Clint, and then I just loved that that uh, conversation he had with Grills at the end, and also you know before he fought him. Um, I just liked it I, I, because it really showed what state what his state of mind was going in, and I felt like he kind of changed a little bit coming out of that. Oh no no! I, I I can see that's where they're trying to go with this show, because unlike the other Avengers, we don't get to see them interact with everyday people, you know. Because like right. I, like we said earlier, they either got like galactic like threats that they got to deal with, or you know, global threats that they don't have time 
to interact with like real world people. Uh, you saw a little bit with it, uh, uh, Sam and Bucky, you know, Sam trying to handle things back at his sister's, uh, their parents' family boat in their house. So you right. saw a little bit of that. But here you have an Avenger who doesn't recognize his worth as an Avenger. And he's here's a person reminding him that, dude, you are a superhero. You have done good things. People do look up to you. And, you know, you might be battling with something that people don't see on the surface, but it's like you have done a plenty of good in this world. And you can do more by making this guy's day, you know, LARPing. And he did. Exactly. He LARPed. So I, I think this show is going to work as a, just a big rebranding of Hawkeye as a character. It's like, if you didn't like Hawkeye before this series, you're going to like him by the end of it. I think that's Ooh. their big, that is the big thing. I think that's actually really smart. They have to recognize <laughs> that Hawkeye is probably not that likable of a character uh, to the to the casual fan. To the casual, yeah. People that are, you know, that just watch Marvel movies nonstop. They, they like Clint. Right, I already liked right. Clint before this show. Exactly. You know? I've always liked yeah. Hawkeye. I never had a problem. I, I was right. like, dude understands his role, his assignment. Right. He didn't need to go no further than shooting that bow and arrow. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and I guess the last thing we haven't talked about, uh, Jack Duquesne, right? Duquesne. Duquesne. Have you have um, you done any research at all? No, I I, 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 I spoilery. It can't. Okay, I don't want to because I think I tried. Um, I tried doing the old man uh, first. Oh, uh, Armand. Armand. He was Armand Duquesne. Right. 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 Okay. Yeah. I tried doing him, and um, nothing came up on my end, so I kind of just left it at that. Because then it started asking questions like, "Who killed the uncle of whatever?" I'm like, "Oh wait, I have no idea what that is." Nope. I I'm, I'm not gonna look at that. Um, but yeah, Jack Duquesne. I'm I'm sure is a character in the MCU. Um, I kind of yeah. I I, I kind of don't want to do my research on it because. I want to be surprised at who he is. I mean, he's, he's obviously hiding something. Yeah, no, um, I mean, clearly, uh, you know. He, yeah, he has an obsession with swords. Obsession with swords, right. Right. Uh, did, she, do, do you know who he is? I, I did a little look up, but that's the thing. What I've already read, read and the avid comic fans know, it, it is now a matter of, is this going to be a direct adaptation? Because... If if it is, it will seem sort of convoluted how this all came together. You know? Okay, right. Well, it'll be like that's too much of a coincidence. Like, so let me not say anymore. Okay, okay. Let me just say, let's hope they take a good amount from the comics and keep it true to the comics, but enough to do their own thing where you don't lose the plot and the believability of the plot of the story. Damn, well, it really that. goes out there. Okay. Well, it's just like, oh, gosh, if you know the history of the character of Jack Duquesne, again, all, you know all these characters are from, like, the Hawkeye comics. So Yeah, yeah. It's like they all have a tie into Hawkeye. Well, I won't say how, but it's like, story-wise, please make it make sense within the realm of the MCU. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Just transition okay. it to this show, and we'll be okay. All right, all right. I, I, I will. I will refrain 
from spoiling myself on Jack Duquesne yes, and his master swordmanship. Um, and uh, I guess the last question is, does the tracksuit mafia know Hawkeye is Ronan? I don't think they do. I don't think so right. either, right? Yeah. Uh, no, please. no, they, they don't because um, that, that, that ending scene when they had Hawkeye. They called they, him Hawkeye. They called him Hawkeye and they were asking where's Kate Bishop because they're tying Kate Bishop to her wearing the Ronin suit. So they're asking her because I guess they think they're asking him because they think that she is the Ronin or at least know who the Ronin is. And that's where we pretty much like end episode two. And then we get to see echo uh, right afterwards. Um, I think that covers everything. Much did not really happen in this show it was kind of right in these two episodes it was a lot of well especially episode two nothing really much happened with kate uh, right we you know the larping was really all it was for hawkeye and then we got their scenes together and that's really it there's you know no no sense of you know, you know picking and prodding at things that are not there we right right talked exactly. about what was there that was what was given to us in these first two episodes so I, I think right. I think well it's only six episodes so oh six it's only oh, six so yeah okay that? that's the same as um, Loki had six did Loki it? did have six right Loki and then had six Captain America and uh, Captain America Captain had Falcon six too. Captain Falcon yeah had six so um, okay episode three should be kind of a almost like a mid credit mid mid season. Right. Finale. Right. It should be like a mid-season finale. Like the okay. game will be changed by the episode three. Like right. you should right. have an idea of where we're going after four, five, and six. Right. And does the final episode because I'm trying to think ahead of the game. The final episode is after No Way Home, right? Oh my it gosh. would be. Because um, next week would be three. Uh, That's December 1st. So it, and then, unless they do like a two episode finale it could end right before No Way Home. No Way Home. Okay. Yeah, if they, if they want it, if they want. It. If they want to, but if right. not, if not, it'll go another week and I'll end Christmas week, the week of Christmas, and this whole right. show is like, well, you got five days, uh, Clint. Oh, if you yeah. really want to keep your promise to your children. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's Set, right. Setting the parameter for. Right. It makes sense. This whole sense. series takes place in five days. In five days, two years after Endgame, right before Christmas, um, I guess we'll find out when No Way Home takes place once it comes out, once right. it drops. Mm-hmm. But um, all right, I think that covers everything on yeah. Hawkeye episodes one and two. Um, it's it's all right. I I, I like it. I'm here for it. Um, Same. The Clint stuff. I like it. Uh, the chemistry with him and Kate Bishop, which I guess is the most important part of the series because it's going to likely be a passing of the mantle or torch to Kate Bishop. Um, you know, it makes sense. I'm here for it. Uh, it works. And um, hopefully it gets better. You know, the, again, uh, the, the series could get better as it goes along because the characters develop. It might become more likable and they might be left in a place by episode six where you're like, damn, I really want to know what they're going to do next. Um, I, I'm hoping I ask myself that with Kate Bishop by the end of, uh, you know, season one of Hawkeye. Um, but yeah, we'll leave it at that. Let us know what you think of Hawkeye episodes 
one and two in the comments below wherever you're hearing this whether it be twitter instagram youtube spotify or apple Podcasts. we're here everywhere just give us a share give us a listen give us a like let us know what you think and what are your predictions for the rest of the hawkeye series but with that everyone i'm your yonko host dr jace attorney fellow yonko grandmaster hoop and oh my god the dog the dog we forgot about the dog what's his name pizza the dog is it pizza is it pizza his his name is something pizza dog lucky the pizza dog lucky the pizza dog i I, I noticed he had like one eye closed, so it's like, yeah. oh, you know, kind of no, like. I think he's missing an eye. Oh no, no, yeah, I I, I knew he was missing an eye. Oh, I just meant like right. that, you know, to indicate that he had his eye closed, and you know, it, it shows like, oh yeah, kind of like a when you aim down the sights, like a bow and arrow, you close one eye. Like, oh okay, a little on the nose. Oh, I never thought about it like that. No, because in the in the posters, I saw that he had one eye closed, and I didn't know it was because he didn't have an eye. I thought he was doing some, you know. Hawkeye shenanigans with uh, aiming or something. Right. But we got him in there. We didn't forget about the dog. The dog's lovable. I'm sure he'll appear way more and do some trick shots or trick arrows. I I, I don't know what they're going to do with the damn dog. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I hope Hopefully we, yeah, maybe he'll be doing something silly. I'm sure. Exactly. Exactly. But all right, guys. Dr. Jason Attorney, Yonko, Grandmaster Hoop signing off. Have a good one. Take care.